genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 69, quite possibly the greatest 69 minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. <laughs> and I'm Chris Derkach. I was literally going to leave that spot open and just make you put the 69 in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I could get somebody else doing it. Maybe I'll pick it off of Sesame Street or something. Today's number, do you ever have a number in a day, 69, I wonder? No, it never goes above 20. I thought it stops at 12, actually, I think. I was going to say, it never went higher, because the count never counts higher than that. More than likely, for reasons like that. Today, we're going to learn about 69, kids. Oh, this is the best episode of Sesame Street ever. <laughs> Where's Prairie Dawn? Because I think there's only one, like, two girl Muppets in there, and one's a child. So We just learned a lot about you. <laughs> I watched a lot of Sesame Street as a kid. So oh, no, we learned which Muppet you wanted the 69 with, is what we just learned. <laughs> oh, very dumb, yeah. I do like them Southern girls. <laughs> she's Southern. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Her name's Prairie Dawn. She's Dalton. just rural. I don't think she's Prairie Dawn. is Southern, particularly. <laughs> I don't know. They always seem to have the the older shows always seem to have two names, Bobby Sue. So I felt like Prairie Dawn was one of them. And I'll jump into the Jane Silent Bob Quaker's Quicker Stop if you think Prairie Dawn is Southern. I think she is. I think she might even have like a cowboy hat on sometimes. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? All right. <laughs> Going to move on before you get locked up. <laughs> uh, the views of Chris Derkoch do not reflect the views of the Jay and Silent Bob in it. And I even ha- I didn't even have a beard tonight. <laughs> Maybe you should have. <laughs> in my fantasy, she's Southern. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's gonna be like one of those Chris Hansons, except it's on Sesame Street. <laughs> you just walk in, and it's like Cookie Monster there. He's like, "What are you doing here?" Well, that would sound more like Scooby Doo. That sounds like Scooby Doo. I don't think I have I a cookie monster. Tell, <laughs> I was just trying to tell her it was wrong. That's all. I was just trying to tell her it was wrong. Really? Because um, in this email you sent her, you said you wanted to bleep her in the bleep bleep. <laughs> and then you sent a picture of your penis. <laughs> Hold on. Let's look at that again. All right. You sent a picture of a penis. This is not yours. <laughs> yeah, you said a, you said a pretty impressive one. I'm sure it's not yeah. yours. <laughs> also, it's real grainy. It looks like a movie from like a 1970s movie. <laughs> it looks like you took a snapshot of a Playboy from the 70s. <laughs> um, so tempting to get into I this very serious subject we're talking about. <laughs> Let's take a step off of Sesame Street and back onto the train. Um, so she says she was talking to her mom, as we talked about on Wednesday, and she was trying to counsel her for this very difficult time, which we find out later is her husband dumping her for really shitty reasons. Yeah. And everything her mom was saying to her wasn't helping, so her mom said, God has a plan. Which, God has a plan can be taken the same way as, eh, it is what it is. <laughs> right, right. Oh, well, what you're, whatever you're thinking, that's a shame for you. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, it, especially if the person's not in the right headspace. They're not yeah. gonna want to hear. God has a plan. Like, like, do you tell people that like when they're on their deathbed? Uh, God has a plan. Uh, God has a plan. And guess what? It don't involve you. Goodbye. Yeah, apparently, I'm not included in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's there's a. I guess there's a time and a place for God has a plan. Yeah. I, I don't know if that. It, also, it, the, your mileage will vary of who you're talking to. 
if the person's already not religious, this is not going to work. Right, right. No, yeah, you're right about that. You can't just be like, hey, God has a plan. You're like, I've been to church in two decades. <laughs> God has a plan. It's not going pretty far with me. Yeah. And like it's a, a, it is. It's like a brush over your problems at that point. Like, it, yeah, God has a plan. You don't need to tell me about it, lady, because it's, it's none of your business. You don't know it either. God has a plan is the individual equivalent of the the saying to society at whole, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you've done nothing. <laughs> you've, you've literally... <laughs> Whatever little I thought you could do, you did less. Yeah. And I, I'm assuming it was probably – we've all been there. We're like you're trying to help somebody and they're just a mess and you're just grasping at straws of shit to say. Yeah, that's the I give up. That's what that is. Especially oh, when God. you know and they know that they've been royally fucked over. You're just like – Yeah. Huh. Just grasping for a silver lining somewhere. Like God has a plan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I probably would go with the – depending on the person, like the problem is if she really still loved her husband, you can't even go with the tried and true, fuck that guy. <laughs> like he was a piece of shit and I always knew it. I mean if the person still loves them and they're the one who got dumped, it's hard to pull that because they may get mad at you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is – Linda Fiorentino for almost this whole minute is just like it's that – she's almost talking like she's been drunk for four hours. She's good at playing drunk, or she's drunk? Well, sure she's not drunk. <laughs> wow, um, is there a plane landing in here? What is going on? I think a plane just landed in my room. <laughs> Do you even know what that was? What I was don't. That? Chris, Chris, I may be abducted by aliens to attend this. <laughs> I'm glad we mentioned it, so now I don't have to edit it out, because it was a weird noise. I want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> From then for the next episodes, we're just looking for Jeff. <laughs> In search of Jeff. He's missing. <laughs> that was strange. All right, so proceeding until I'm ripped violently from this room and anally probed. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I still Why feel like if, up? if the person says God has a plan and that ends your faith, your faith was teetering already. <laughs> True. It's not True. like... You're a deeply religious person, and somebody says God has a plan after something shitty happens to you, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm done." <laughs> you just walk no, away. You're angry already, right? You're yeah, all right. You're, you're stuttering. You're pausing. You, I think something really is going on over there. Yeah, okay? I may, I may be dying inside. <laughs> I'm <not> sure. <laughs> See, if the, the the smart man would, I should have just swung the door open real quick, and then just had the mic go dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. I would have been like, "Well, James, tell the Bob minute." <laughs> It's a shame. If we were like 20 minutes in, I would have done it. <laughs> Maybe we'll be back next week. We'll find out. <laughs> just You just edit out. You just make a hard cut. And when it comes back, there's just another host talking <laughs> with like no comment of what happened. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> just replace and we'll call him Jeff. And we'll name him yeah, Jeff. It's like, it's like, I don't know. Jeff sounds a lot like Brian Lockhart did. That's <laughs> yeah, not Jeff. That's Brian. <laughs> Yeah, she, um, she does get to the point, which is, it's where the whole God's plan, you know, anything about that comes down to is, what about my plans? This is where you get up against, right. is everything written in stone, or is there free will? Because it's you can't have absolutes on either side. Well, this is my argument all the time. People are like, well, I, I when it's my time, then God will take me. Yeah, so if you jump off a building and it's not your time, is it gonna is it gonna stop you? Because that's not how it works. Yeah, because you go back to the, 
where do you fall? Do you fall – if everything is just preordained, then you're just going through the motions. I feel like, why am I even here? Right, right. Or if exactly. there's complete free will, like, then you get to the point of like, well, wait a minute. Is there even a god if I have complete free will and can do whatever I feel like? Well, if it's preordained, then why are we – even reading the Bible and listening to what all these people did, if we already, if you know, it's already predetermined. I don't know. Bigger brains than us must must have to get in on this conversation. Yeah. We got pretty, like, oh, I don't we know. got pretty deep. She got I pretty know. deep right there. We never do that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I don't know. The philosophy class is right down the hall. I mean, you try to figure that out. It's big questions. Yeah, I mean, I was well, going with the learn anything here. Yeah, I'm more in the middle somewhere of the. You should be doing as much as you can. And also, maybe my my theory behind religion to this point has always been this: if there is a God, and you know any of that stuff's true, it's so far above our ability to even begin to comprehend what that would be. True. Yeah. That like, how could you ever interpret anything? The way I I think of it, or someone explained it one time, was like people are always like he's such a higher being, or whatever it is, is such a higher being. You know that we're basically we're either sheep or we're ants or whatever. All right. Well. Walk out into the street and explain yourself to that sheep. You can't because no matter what you You tried to say, it's never going to understand you. Yeah. We're not on the same level at all. Yeah. So if you're looking at it like that, now maybe there's some other – maybe you die and it all gets explained to you. That would be great. You die and there's a PowerPoint presentation. All right. So here's (laughs) what was happening here. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's got a laser pointer. You start out here and this is where you end up. Yeah, because if you start doing preordained, then you start getting into questions of like why do bad things happen to good people? Why the fuck do kids get cancer when they're six months old? Shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. It's and all like, part of the plan. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, a, yeah, like, that's when I feel like you can get clergy staggering sometimes. We're like, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, <laughs> unless they're really good on their feet and they know their shit, like, that's where you can really stumble somebody. Right. Like, I wonder how often a priest or a minister or a rabbi or whoever gets screamed at by somebody. I bet it's often. I bet it happens because people get pissed off. Like, yeah. when somebody dies or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I can see people getting real hot and yeah. you know you gotta just roll with it you gotta take it you're taking right. it for the big man yeah you think the, the priest afterwards after getting screamed at about somebody's dead kid slash husband slash whatever right praise the god that night and is like hey thanks a lot <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having my back <laughs> yeah i'm down here doing all your dirty work <laughs> i'm just gonna go to sleep now and not have sex thank you <laughs> It's a, it's a shame that neither of us joined the priesthood. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have a story where I thought about it, but no, that does that never fit in my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, never really. No, it was just not like, it wasn't like, well, it was one of five things I was considering. No. And it's not even the obvious one where people were like, man, I just wanted to have sex, man. It wasn't even that. It was just like, yeah, it just never, never ever in a million years occurred to me to do that. Well, and because as we were forced to go to church as kids, you're watching them up there. You're like, oh, God, please get over. You're praying for it to get over. That's the only thing you're, you're praying for is for it to end. For. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to be that guy. You're like, oh, well, God. You're, you're praying for him to get through the point. Like, as we, I don't know about you, but like for us, the announcements, that meant head for the exit. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, we got some announcements coming up. Uh, you know, we're going to have a big sale. Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> see if we can get out of here before the rest of these old fucks get up and try to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been to other Catholics are the worst, man. Because I've been to other ones where they're nice and short, and they don't do all that crazy jumping up and kneeling. And uh, listen, up. I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit on that because I've been the ones that are ten times worse. 
Really? Really? I've been the ones that were like two-hour services, and I wanted to put a gun in no. my mouth during them. No. Now, granted, yeah. some of them were like getting up, screaming, and yelling, and woo, and I, like they're more fun, yeah, but I, I like still don't want to be there two fucking hours. No, two hours is a long time. But I've been to ones where it's like in a, they don't even have a church. They're in like a, you know, a hall, the, the, the bingo hall that's closed. I need it to be days. an hour total. That's the maximum yeah. I'm willing to spend there. 45 minutes of actual sermon time because there's usually a couple minutes. You know, it always starts late because you're waiting for the last couple people to shuffle in. So if it's like an 8 o'clock mass, mass starts at 8.05. That shit's wrapping up at about 8.50. You yeah. know, announcements, blah, 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 blah. And we are out of there. <laughs> like, I don't have time yeah. for your bullshit. Right. I wonder if we could, like, start a quick serve Catholic church or something. Where <laughs> Just like a five minute. I think you can get more, I think get more people in if they can get it through. You know, if they do can like a drive through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. You could even like put the holy water right on the edge. Oh of no, they pull up the, the speaker and you're just like, oh, how may I take your order? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, um, give me two hail marys. I got out our father and um, honey, honey, yo, shut the fuck up. Do you want Eucharist or not? Yeah, give us three Eucharists. <laughs> I think people would show up. I think more people would come to church again. I, I think they would too. <laughs> Listen, we'll dress all our employees up like priests and nuns. Who cares? Yeah. And listen, we're totally cool. The guys want to dress up like nuns. The girls want to dress up like a priest. I don't give a shit. It's all fake anyway. (laughs) You can dress up as famous priests and nuns through time. You can dress up like Mother Teresa, and you can dress up like the preacher from that show. Listen, they probably do that in Vegas somewhere. I know. We'll have a special guest this week. We got Father Guido Sarducci in here giving out, you know. <laughs> I miss Father Guido Sarducci. Yeah. Listen, there we go. There's our 40 year old reference for this week. Just to <laughs> right. let everybody we, know we that, we are, a while. that we're still completely out of touch. <laughs> he was Saturday Night Live, right? Father Guido yeah. Sarducci. Yeah. Yeah, but he was like 1978. <laughs> Right, right. He was Chevy Chase was falling down to start the show every show. Actually, That's what I'm, I'm going to think he was early 80s. I'm feeling like he was probably I don't know think he was on that far back. Well, we were young though. Like I don't know why I know Father Guido Sarducci then. I feel like he was yeah, I feel like he was like early 80s. Now, you, you, of course, you know I have to try to find it now, but <laughs> yeah. Good luck. <laughs> well, he was on we'll shit wait. before that. He, he was yeah, he was on stuff in like the 70s. I don't see him on Saturday Night Live then. Um Sarducci appeared oh, in four so, cold opens in the 1979 to 1980 season. So he so, wasn't just... I thought he was just a character on Saturday Night Live. He he was in other stuff? No, he was in other stuff. He was on... The character was featured in the 1970s cartoons by the underground cartoonist Dave Sheridan and Fred Shire appearing in person in the early 1970 on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In in the 1975 Smothers Brothers show. Oh, wow. His most prominent appearance was on Saturday Night Live in the late 1970s. Okay. During which time he was a writer for the show. Makes sense. Wow. He's one of those guys. He was like, um, what's his face? He was like that too. Uh, Al Franken, where he was a writer for the show. He wasn't a cast member, but sometimes he like he did the, you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you. Like Al Franken wasn't a cast <laughs> member. He was just a writer. <laughs> <laughs> but like he had, a, he had a thing on there to do. Well, I guess when they run out of stuff, it's like, uh-oh, grab somebody. Yeah, so it looks like he was on 79 to 80. He was on 8384. He uh, he hosted an episode in 8384. I'm trying to see if it has like the last time he showed up. I mean, we were young then, but we were alive. He was in the movie Casper. He was it. he was in the movie Casper trying to perform an exorcism. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't say the last time it looks like he appeared. It was not on that. He appeared on the Colbert Report in 2010. I couldn't okay. see the last time he was on Saturday Night Live. 
I mean, I mean, I thought it was seventies. It was eighties. You were right. So I mean, I no, it was like it, it. I mean, he was seventy nine to eighty, so it was that season. Right. No, hold on, and I missed one. His first appearance was in a nineteen seventy eight episode hosted by Richard Dreyfuss. I love that it says his first one was 1979 to 1980, and then I look go back, and it's like 1978. <laughs> Maybe he was a regular on that season. Well, I mean, he hosted a couple episodes, but I don't think, or he opened a couple episodes. But I think yeah. he was just like a, you know, he's, he was essentially like a featured player, you know, where they, right. they do a little bit, but they're not cast members. Yeah, yeah. I got to be honest with you. Did not think Father Guido Sarducci was coming up this week. No, no, I, I didn't even remember his name until you brought him up. <laughs> As everyone under the age of 40 is just like either going to Wikipedia or is like, what are these two old fucks talking about? <laughs> They're talking about their priest from when they were kids, I guess. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Father Guido's Arducci, like <laughs> the one millionth most famous character to ever appear on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> People know him less than they know uh, Roper, the, you know, Team Roper. You're probably right about that. Yeah. All right. So what do you think about her attitude this whole minute? I think she's drunk. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but um, what do you mean? Like her uh, faith give up? Yeah. Like, again, I think it's the truthier version of it is her faith was gone. Right. That's it. Th- that didn't make her faith go away. That made her realize her faith was gone. Okay. So right. I think she's no, saying it right. the wrong way. She's saying it like... When I, my mom said it that to me, there. I lost my faith. I don't think so. I think that's just you realize, oh, yeah. That's like when people will talk right. about like when a marriage ends and they'll be like, one day he said to me, I love you. And, uh, you know, I didn't – it didn't say anything to me. That, that's when I knew our marriage was over. Uh, no. Right. Um, your marriage was probably over for two years and that was just like yeah. the final nail in the coffin, the thing that woke you up to it. <laughs> what you're saying is you were standing on the ledge and that was what pushed you off the ledge. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Actually – for most people, and in this situation too, you're probably already falling, and then oh, someone yeah. ju- you just realized it. Like, well, there's a lot of wind up here. <laughs> All right. I She's mean, I would love to say, the, like, yeah, I, I don't know what much to talk about this minute because it's just her kind of. <laughs> she just has like her own like monologue, basically her own drunken monologue about how not having any faith. I enjoy her uh, her eyes closing, and then she winks to one eye. Like, she's really good at being at playing drunk. Or and it's that kind of drunk where you're like. You're trying to stay engaged in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you're really fighting the urge to be like, listen, if nobody else was here, I'd be laying on the couch right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would I'm be... still trying to figure out. I'd be desperately trying to make myself unconscious. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I go full screen, can I... I think it's tequila. I'm going to go with tequila. I think that's what she's drinking. That's what it looks like. But I think they're, they have yeah. no, no labels on anything. That's a smart way to get it uh, so you don't have to ha- – you can use any beer you want because he peeled the labels off and it's tearing them up and none of the label is showing at all. It's pretty good. Yeah. So like, make sure nobody knows what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miller Miller didn't – Bill Miller didn't call in for this minute. He only called in for the minute at the strip club. So. <laughs> Bill Miller. Old Bill Miller. <laughs> all right. Old uh, Bill Miller, Chris, do you have anything for this minute? Um, no, not unless, again, we want to get into the color palettes of the yellows and the blues. Absolutely not. Wood table. <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. Go check out our Tee Public site. Maybe I'll get a, um I Love Prairie Dawn t-shirt up there. We'll see. You got anything else, Jeff? 1 Peter 4-3. For you have spent enough time in the past doing what pagans choose to do, living in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. Who's happy?
That's a good one for 69. I know. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs>